Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is episode 48. Woo, I'm so excited. I'm getting so close to the one year mark here. It's been it's been so much fun and um, it's been so interesting to be doing this podcast in the times that we're in. And I, I don't know if you feel like I do, but I'm not even sure 2021 ever existed as a year, right? It's just like, wow, it was such a blur. And at the time that of this podcast recording, we're really right at that two-year mark of the global pandemic and of the world of work and commerce and employee life changing dramatically. At that time, I had former colleagues losing their job, um, former co-workers, people I care deeply about, uh, really right in the middle of this disruption, I guess is what I would call it, um, try to try to keep it as neutral as possible. Although no one, of course, is going to deny the fact that everything we've gone through has been very painful on many, many levels. Speaking to it from the perspective of a career and a job, despite the fact that I did not lose a job because of COVID, I've been through multiple career disruptions out of no fault of my own. So it's why I tell every client who uh, comes to me having lost their job that there is nothing they can say about losing their job or being in the middle of a job search that's going to shock or surprise me. And over the last two years, I've helped hundreds of clients. Many of them have worked for companies that you saw in the news that were doing massive staff reductions, and they all were navigating similar feelings as a result of that loss. There's a really interesting universality to how we feel and how we experience change. It didn't matter whether my clients were in the entertainment industry, in tech, um, in biotech, in finance. It's We all feel the same way when change is thrust upon us. And it's an opportunity to either move forward or to get stuck. It kind of comes down to that. That's the pattern that I see. And some people move forward quickly and some people don't. But what I can tell you without reservation is that your ability 
to process what happened and your attention to the animating energy around your thoughts about what happened and your thoughts about your future are instrumental in how quickly you land a job. It is just that true. Because I've had the privilege to help hundreds of people and see them land, the ones that are landing in 30 to 60 days compared to the ones that are taking longer, there's a pattern there. It's undeniable. And of course, you know, if if you want to work for a, a big giant company that has a very long process for interviewing, of course, it might take longer. That's an investment that you might decide to make for yourself. But what I want to talk about here is the energy that you have that will determine whether or not you are seeing possibilities or whether you are staying stuck. First of all, I want to acknowledge that when you lose your job, it is deeply unsettling. I've been there. Listen, there I had a I had a role as an executive and I lost that job due in a restructure. Trust me, I saw it coming. I saw the sales numbers, I saw the profit numbers. Something had to happen. I wished it wouldn't have involved me. Let's be let's be real. And there's a there's a certain amount of guilt involved there that I wished someone else would have been chosen to leave. But there's also a certain amount of, why me? I get it. It's just business. But how come I wasn't valued enough to stay? Why didn't you choose me as one of the people to stay instead of one of the people to go? If that's something that you're thinking You're just a normal human being. It is something that will be part of your thought process because your brain is trying to make sense of it. And that's okay because when you give it space and expression, it eventually passes and you're okay. When you aren't giving that space and you run headlong into a job search, Without processing, I've been there too. You're, it'll still take longer, trust me, because eventually you're going to hit that wall where that grief, that loss is screaming and wants to be acknowledged. So you must acknowledge, you must give it that space and you must process But you also need to understand that these kinds of events have the potential for creating resentment and other animating energies that will cause your job search to take longer because, yes, there's fear there. There's uncertainty there. Those are all things to pay attention to. So I want you to be thinking about what you are doing to process and the thoughts that you are having about your career change. Now, that might be because of a job loss. 
someone has taken your job away, or it might be because of a job loss in the sense that the mission was lost, the leadership changed, there was something beautiful and amazing about that job that doesn't exist anymore, and you're, you're grieving that loss. I can relate to that too. You know, you would think that a company that I helped start getting acquired was a good thing. And it was because it kept the company in business during the last economic downturn. But it also put me in the position of losing that job because they had my role covered by other people. So I grieved that loss because I really thought that I would have that job the rest of my life. And you may be thinking that about the job that you just left or the job that you are now thinking of leaving because it's turned toxic and there's a new manager in town and they just don't get you. They're not giving you the autonomy and ownership that you once had. And so now you're just like, oh no, you're grief stricken, but you don't want to face the fear and uncertainty that's involved with moving forward. And when you don't process these things, when you don't process the event, and you aren't processing fear and uncertainty, and your focus then becomes more about what you're losing instead of what's possible, you can fall into resentment. And resentment can be defined as the inability to allow a feeling to pass through. When you don't do that, when you don't accept it and make peace with resentment and change, you are eliminating your power for moving on. Let me say that again. Accepting and making peace with change, however that is occurring in your life, is a powerful force for moving on. Opening your mind, opening your heart, opening your hands so that you can see the new that is unfolding for you. Change and disruption will happen. I guarantee if you spend a little time and you look back at your career, you will see those moments. We see them in the macro, in life and society, and in all the change that's happened in the last couple years. And we see it down to the personal. What you decide to do with change will determine whether or not you stay stuck or you enter new stages of growth and chapters in your life. Because the step forward always involves leaving what's behind, leaving certainty, and stepping into the unknown, and stepping into curiosity. If you feel like your job search is taking too long, And by too long, I would say if you've been more than three months looking for a new job, if you're into four, six, 12, and longer looking for a new job, it can only be because of four things. One or more of these four things. 
The first one is what we just talked about. There's something that you haven't processed. There's a grief. There's a loss um, that you haven't processed, and it's turning into resentment. And that is keeping you stuck. And that is limiting your imagination for what's possible. And when you have a limited imagination about what's possible, trust me, you're not seeing things in reality. You're, you're kind of stuck in irrational thinking. Because there are lots of jobs, whether you are in a high demand role or a low demand role, there is a job out there for you. But you've got to have the imagination and the vision to see it and to see yourself in it, as we've talked about in the past. Number two, your resume isn't working hard enough for you. And that is easy to fix, my friends. So easy to fix. If your resume is not working hard enough for you, you know that because you're not getting invited to interviews. Number three, the other reason that you might not be getting invited to interviews, let's assume your resume is awesome, is because your job search strategy is off. It's because you're relying on online applications instead of stepping out of your comfort zone and reaching out to humans of raising your hand and saying in very simple terms, you'd be surprised how simple it can be, of saying, hey, I noticed this job post. I'm interested in meeting with you and learning more about your goals for the position. Just putting yourself out there in that tiny way works. You don't have to be gimmicky. You don't have to do presentations. You don't have to comment on people's posts. All you have to do is raise your hand and let someone know you're interested. Now, if you've processed grief and you've got a great resume and you have a great strategy and it's getting you in front of people and you're doing interviews, but you haven't gotten any offers, then the only thing that's happening is something is going sideways in that interview. Now, I'm not sure what's going sideways for you, but again, hundreds of clients, the pattern I see is that you're, in the simplest, simplest of descriptions, the pattern I see is that you're not saying enough or you're saying too much. Both of those spectrums come down to not communicating your value in a compelling enough way. Saying too much oftentimes comes from convincing energy. And by saying too much, you are watering down your message. Not saying enough often comes from scarcity. And therefore, you're not communicating your value in a way that other people can see how you are an amazing candidate easy to fix. If you've identified any one of these four things as possibly the reason you're not getting a job fast enough, then I want to invite you to reach out. Go to my website, elisashuck-careercoach.com. I am very transparent 
about the programs I offer and how much it costs and the investment that you can make in yourself that is going to make a difference in your career. Maybe it's time to stop messing around and decide that you're worth an investment to get the next thing that you want. Click for that free consultation. Of course, I love talking to people. I love learning about your story and talking about how the program would be customized to your specific needs. But maybe you don't need that. Maybe you're done talking to people. Maybe you're done having your resume revised over and over again. Then you know what? Just sign up. I'm here for you. I'm always for you. And I really want the best for you and your career at this stage and every stage. All right, talk to you again soon. If you like listening to this podcast and you are going to love my program, Job Search Field Guide, this is a unique opportunity. I offer group coaching three times a week alongside a five-step process to help you land a job quickly. So I hope you will join me in Job Search Field Guide. This is going to be revolutionary to your career journey and your job search, and you get life lifetime access. So find it at elisashuck-careercoach.com and I will see you there.